Welcome back, folks, to the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. Today we have the OG, the original gangster, Alan Karen of Satco. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you bet. And you can know that this episode is brought to you by satco.com. They do the light thing. They do the right thing, Greg Eric. And we're going to talk about that to kick off the show, but i got to wait for that. But before we do, Satco, man, they've got everything. Alan, anything new and hot you want to tell us about while you're on fresh? Uh, I, I have to tell you, we just had a uh, we had a product council last week, and um, kudos to our product development team. Um, ton of new products just in uh, BAA compliant. Um, nothing against you, Michael. Made in USA assembled product has become very, uh, very important, especially on on um, government opportunities that are out there. Um, as you know, and you're seeing this out there, a tremendous amount of color selectable and wattage selectable options within products. I always think that's gonna be a skew reducer, but depending on the application, sometimes they want things dedicated. So for the distributor, it it could reduce the skews for the manufacturer. I don't don't even think it doubles it. We may be up to tripling it. Yeah, I agree But yeah, you know, track is strong, track limiters, color selectable T-LEDs, additional UFO high bay products are coming out. Pound that a, table, Howard. A lot. <laughs> so of course. The gangsters, they do the light thing, they do the right thing. SATCO.com. And of course, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. SACO is a long time member. But now, we've already said hi, but how's it going, Alan Karen? It's going good. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm excited to be here, but uh, I'm a little bummed. My, my time on the board is up. And it was it was more it was far greater positive experience um, than I ever thought before. So believe it or not, I'm, I'm I've graduated. So I've been told I've graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to tell you that um, who's ever a member, potential member on the distribution side, the manufacturing side, what a phenomenal experience working with the team. Um, getting to know a lot of good people and just having a lot of great open dialogue on our business. And there's no shortage of conversations in business today. You know, someone in my company says the world is upside down these days. So there's there's a lot to speak about. For sure. Um, you know, being on the board, I served on the board. I know Greg served on the board. And you actually, you get a real inside look at the lighting industry and what people are doing and competitors open up to you and there's discussions about the business and it it's actually you know and being on the board what when when you know greg and i have made it we've turned it from the working board into a true advisory board so the commitment is very specific of how much time you spend working on nailed and you really greg we really just we got it to a point now where they really just have to problem solve with us and come up with ideas and and there really isn't a lot of work outside of that greg and that's how a volunteer board, in my opinion, should be. Because the, the key word is volunteer, and that's what we want it to be. And, and Alan was a great example of somebody that we could run things by as an advisor. And he'd tell us, no, that's dumb. Or, yeah, do that. That's what we wanted. So thank you for doing that, Alan. Good work. No, it's my uh, – th- thank you to the two of you for, you know, what you've done for NAILD today. Um, I, I think the resurgence um, – I think the position it's in today compared to 10 years ago a whole other level. So uh, kudos. You, you, you two gentlemen have done an unbelievable job. And you know, listen, when you're a manufacturer, any opportunity you get to be with distributors, and, and every manufacturer would say this, um, it's an opportunity to sell and grow your business, right? 
you've been able to really take these independent distributors, these entrepreneurs, and really create a forum for them to be able to network, see what's working, learn from each other, know what's not going to it's you guys you impressed me you impressed me that's probably why I'm, I'm i'm bummed about leaving the board more because of the relationships that came out of um that developed because i was on the board both professional and and personally of course yeah true and that just shows you the value of an organization that you know can bring you much more beyond than financial benefit you know and and it opens right. up everything, and that's, well, the what, most, I, that's what I love about it. Alan's number one contribution, of course, is cold cheese pizza. <laughs> I didn't have that. I people people that are going to be Alan. like, what? Yeah. So, Got to uh, have it. You go to that, Long that's Island, you get cold cheese. Yeah. At, 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 at uh, you know, after you have your dinner, of course, and that, that invite is open to anyone. I, I can certainly take you around the town that I live in, and we will stop. We won't even talk about what cold cheese pizza really is, but hopefully we'll gather enough interest that we'll figure out how to get people to come to Long Island and we'll, we'll make it a, a very worthwhile and beneficial and educational and um, tasty trip in. That's always important. I want to read a letter. Is that okay, Mike? Is that too long? No, I mean, go Can for I it, read friend. this? Sure. This came out today and we got the guy on here. Dear valued customer, we are living through unprecedented times. COVID has impacted us personally and professionally. We all face daily obstacles to navigate through with no playbook or manual for reference. The current business environment is so unique and dynamic that every day presents new challenges. The global supply chain is upside down. Our labor force is stressed to its limit. There are growing shortages of components and pricing pressures on most raw materials. Our ports are congested. There's a shortage of container, chassis, trucks, and drivers. Yet business demand is robust and our overall economy remains strong. SATCO has proactively addressed many of these issues to be best prepared for these uncertain times. Our warehouses are stocked. Our fill rates are high. We have more containers on the water en route to our DCs than ever before. We continue to in introduce innovative products while simultaneously continuing to support the legacy lamp products that the market requires. And we all face daily headwinds and challenges that create instability and risk. And SATCO is here to help. I know, I know this is a, a get a grip show, but you're the first and only people that are doing this. And I love it. You have a six month price freeze on all products from your price list dated September 20th. Everyone else is coming to us and saying, price is going up, price is going up, price is going up. And distributors, we're all talking about it. Like, how are we going to handle this? What do we got to do? Our, our website guys, like, I got to change the price every day. I got to go through all these products and change things. And you're doing the right thing, man. You're doing the right thing. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to read it. You're welcome. Yes. So, so, so the president and owner of the company, Mr. Bill Gilden, um, when he drafted this letter, um, he sent it to myself as well as I'm going to say my counterpart on the product development and marketing side, Brian Brandis. Um, you know, we'd both been at the company a very long time, and we each read it separately. We, were, we replied back, and and I was like, "Wow, that's bold," and obviously a little concerned. Can we, you know, you know, are we going out on a limb over here? And I, and I think um, when you're a company that's been in business for over 55 years, um, again, I've been fortunate to work here for over 26 years, and it is a private family-owned business, um, you know, we, we, don't, we don't report to a bank. And I think when you look at the six-month time frame, um, you got to look further out than that. 
So yeah, it's a bold statement to bring some stability to help everyone get through the fourth quarter and manage the first quarter of 2022. Um, the challenge, the challenge, um, and you know, we, we bring in a lot of containers from overseas and that, that the whole supply chain issue, um, it, it's real. The vessels out in the ports, the bottlenecking to get it in. Um, we had a container in a port, it was blocked by other containers, couldn't get it for three weeks. Um, but I think the, the way that SATCO looks at things with our multiple distribution centers, you know, you can't sell from an empty shelf, right? Um, inventory is king. And I think, and right now, we probably have the greatest amount of containers on the water that we've ever had. So we have strong inventory. Um, I, I will share with you, um, we're not an expert on having inventory in the right DC every day of the week. So domestic freight um, is costing us more, but we just feel that, you know, if we can supply the product, get it to distribution, to get it to the end user, hopefully we're laying that foundation of how we do our business, how important the relationships are, and how we go over and above. Listen, I always say today, and, and I think there's enough business for everyone out there, but I do always feel that distribution buys from a lot of manufacturers. And maybe we're not the number one manufacturer with every distributor out there. Um, my goal, um, this is my, my one saying I'll give you today, um, I may never be their biggest one, I just wanna be the favorite and the one, and the one that they go to. I mean, I think the both of you, not to put you on the spot, hey, you send me an email and you have those relationships with some other manufacturers, but I always try to get back to you quickly, give you a heads up, give you the most competitive price. Um, and, and I just think that the relationships, um, that's what creates the opportunity, but then you have to follow through and, and have the inventory, do the shipping. Um, if there's some issues, take care of the issues. It's just that simple. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're working hard to just try to keep everything rolling. What I like about it um, from Bill more than anything else is when everyone else is in panic mode, he sends the message of stability. Yes. I love that. Right? Like everybody's panicking, price increases signify it. I mean, I shouldn't say names, beep it out later, Scott, but <laughs> you know, they're sending out all these alert, price alert, price alert, price alert. That's panicking. You guys are pushing the panic button and Satco's sitting back and saying, you know what? We've been here 55 years. We're just going to, we're going to take a little, we might, we, we might raise our prices down the road, but for right now, your partner Satco has your back. That is such a good feeling right now with everybody, you know, with such short-term plans and outlooks. It's nice to see Bill sitting back and saying, you know what? Tell our customers we're here for them. We got their back. Don't worry. I really like that, no. Greg and Alan. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he's sitting back and, and I do, you know, as much as let's listen, listen, I'm fortunate enough to work for, for, for the best president of a company, uh, you know, in North America, maybe even in the world. So, uh, you know, he, he does get it. Um, he's, he's extremely smart. He's, he's very, very hardworking. He's, he's the first in and the last and the last one out. And, you know, I might say that I don't think he can sell better than I can sell, but he can certainly run a company and, you know, better than better, better than most people that's out there. You know, I do want to say, you know, we did implement a couple of price increases. Um, it, it was and, and we've had and people will say this. You can have containers today that can cost 50, 75, 100 percent the cost of the goods that are on the container. It's challenging for the manufacturer 
in, in many cases, if you have commodity goods that are taking up a lot of cube to really be profitable with it. So it's it's a challenge. You know, most of the time, I'm not speaking for all distributors, I'll turn around, hey, when I get the price, I'm going to add what I add on to it. And, and that's and that's what they're going to have to pay at the end of the day. I mean, we've been challenged the last few years when the tariffs went in. Um, you know, all we we didn't raise, we raised the amount that it was the tariff. Um, impacted our margin because we know there's other costs associated with the business. But I think, you know, with our diversified offering of products, um, our extensive network and relationships with distribution. And again, this is six months. I don't want to make, you know, I don't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. Uh, we try to be partners with everyone within the industry, but we did want to at least try to make distribution feel somewhat comfortable knowing that if they're doing certain jobs and bids and quotes, that will give them pricing and they know they're good for the next six months on it. Well, you did that. So thank you. Now, the um, nope. in terms of the, the shipping issues and things that are going on, speaking from a manufacturer standpoint, is it specific products that are causing problems or, or being delayed? I know shipping is a delayed, but when you're actually getting the stuff made, are there tubes harder to get, bulbs, fixtures, kits? Or does it not matter? Everything's hard. It, it, it could be. It, it doesn't matter. It really depends okay. on um, what your on-hand inventory is. Right? What kind of jobs or sales volume that you have going, um, what your forecasting was, um, and then what the holdup is out in the port. So it could vary by product item. And, and that's why you see it across all industries. I mean, watch the news. You go into a supermarket, the shelves are empty. Um, someone just told me this, this was crazy. Someone saw a sign in a Dunkin' Donuts. Um, we have no donuts today due to supply shortages, but we have bagels and muffins. <laughs> Good luck. That, that, that's a problem. That's yeah, a problem. Yes. Wow. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think it. I think it's across the board. And, uh, you know, again, we're not perfect on inventory. Um, you try to do your best. Um, but then again, you know, when other people are out of products, things shift to other manufacturers. And, and uh, you know, sometimes you get short. Do you see a, an end insight on this from your standpoint, where it will get better again, back to the old days? You know, I come on here, I want to be positive. <laughs> okay. And, and no, you I, want to I be real. Know. You want to be real, yeah. man. All right, be all right. Real. I want to be real. Um, I don't know. You know, so, sometimes I turn around and I say, you know, are, is it that the container shortage, is it all because they're out at sea on the vessels, you know, or they're stuck in the ports? Um, you know, because we tried to, to move some manufacturing to some other countries, but, you know, there were issues with containers being available. I, I don't know. You know, that that's the that everyone's asking that question. You have, you know, all the economists on there saying, hey, when will it, you know, will we see it end before 2022? So I, I think things, um, you know, we're going to continue to do what we do. We're going to continue to manufacture, um, create new products carry the inventory that we can, and just, uh, Michael, do the right thing, do the light thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, Greg, I wish, I wish, I love when I plug myself. Anyway, yeah, sure. I, I wish yeah. I had a better answer for you, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it's not going to, it's not ending as soon as I would like it to end. Greg, can I answer that question a little bit, maybe to, to riff Please on do, what, yes. what Alan was yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, I, I think what, what we're, you know, we're, I think this is the first time since the whole thing started, like when, when COVID started, Alan, I told Greg that I might never see him again. Okay. That's what, 
That's what I said to him. And he's like, no way. No, no, no. I'm like, I don't know, man, the way this thing is going. And so we've had this, all this thing happening specifically within the land. This is the first time the container shortage. That's an interesting problem. You start to see the how interconnected the world is in terms of minor components. Like you can't buy a new car because there's no chips. Your new phone's six weeks away. And we're starting to see the fragility of the structure we've built. And that's where companies with deep roots in the lighting business are, and, and have long time, like what you might see in these times is a bit of a shakeup, right? Where you see the exiting of some people from businesses where the strong survive. You know, I don't know, for, and only from a lighting perspective, Greg, I don't know if that's so unwelcome. You know, uh, uh, in the lighting world, there's a lot of lighting companies, okay? And uh, in spe specific, specifically in Toronto, there's a lot of people selling LED lights. If 50% of them left, I'd still be here. I want to be last man standing. I know Satco feels the same way, you know, um, that we're in this, we're in this for, for the long haul. So... While we're while we're negotiating these problems and we see the fragility of the of the industry, that's an opportunity for the strong to to make inroads into areas. That's an opportunity for the for people to thrive through those seams where they open up. Oh my, there's no containers or whatever. That's where you look for solutions. So sometimes these these when the when the economists the you know the, the what do they call them the dismal scientists. Whenever those people are predicting things or talking about things, what they're talking about is opportunities for the strong to thrive. That's what they're talking about. It's a good way to look at it, especially if you really know a business, Alan. I, I, I agree with you, Michael. I, I think that, um, you know, I, I don't want to use the word cleansing, right? But, you know, in, in, in I've been, you know, I always, I always think I'm, I'm, I'm still on the youngest side of things, but I've, I've been doing it for a while. And I'm always amazed in life how there's new business challenges. I mean, you know, whether, I mean, I think when we were just selling the legacy products, right, whether it was lamps or, or fixtures, luminaires, um, it was much simpler. And now we moved into the electronics industry, and there are challenges on the chip end of it that that we didn't have that we didn't have before. And then you bring COVID on top of it, and then you bring a container, um, and the pricing structures—it's um, crazy. It's yeah. I always think, can it get it any? Can it become more difficult than it is? Um, I mean, we're we're in difficult times right now. We and a lot of and a lot of this doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't make sense, but. Listen, I think that could be an exciting part of business, right? I, you know, well, never that, a dull moment. That's why, that's why uh, you know, uh, free enterprise is such a wonderful system. Because, um, you know, when you have the, the, these top-down systems where what are the problems? The government's going to solve the problems. Instead, you know, companies, yeah, you have some bankruptcies, some people leave the industry, whatever, but people are seeking out the problems in their little niche of the world. What are you responsible for? How can you make this better? How can you serve your lighting customers better or whatever, you know, screws, bolts, plumbing supplies. And that's why the free enterprise, free market system is so much more resilient than other types of economic systems simply because Alan Karen's thinking about, within SATCO, is thinking about how do I serve the distributors better? And the government doesn't have to worry about that. The government has, doesn't have to worry about the distribution of light bulbs because Sacco's pretty motivated to sell them and they don't need any help. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I say, you know, the best thing that I could say is, you know, I'm pretty fortunate 
to um, to work for and with um, a, co a company like Satco that um, is very, very pro. Listen, we're not perfect, but we, we work hard every day. Uh, we're proactive. We try to address issues. And um, I, I have to tell you that, um, you know, having the relationships with both of you, right? I mean, that's the best part of this whole, at the end of the day, listen, we want to take care of our families. We want to make money, but you know, what do you really get out of it? And, and I have to tell you, you know, whether it's the nail board members, um, you know, just ac across all the channels of business that we do, I love the fact when you can do this and actually, I wish, I wish it was in person rather than via zoom. Uh -huh. Um, but, uh, but that, that's what I love about the industry the most, the people that are in it. Definitely. Now, in terms of legacy lamps, are, you guys are still supporting, stocking. Is that, I read something today that somebody's trying to get rid of fluorescent lamps now. But what, what's the future of legacy? Where are we at with it? So, you know, I think our view, you know, it depends what your business strategy is at the end of the day. Um, I can tell you that I've always looked at our business that I wanted to be the resource. I want to be the company that a distributor calls when they're looking for a product. And what's nice is that, um, you know, and our business has changed tremendously. Uh, you know, LED has changed everything from the types of product that we supply to who even the competitors are. You know, who are the big three? Who are the big three? Whether it's lamps or luminaires, right? Um, you know, I look at we will continue to supply incandescent, halogen, fluorescent, whether it's screw-in plug-ins or tubes, for as long as there is a need in the market. I mean, what's crazy is there's still a lot of sockets that, are, that have an F40T12 Cool White Deluxe in it. Um, you know, other companies can have a strategy, hey, I'm going to focus on LED. That's their strategy. That may work great for them. To me, I want Michael and Greg picking up the phone or emailing me and saying, Alan, does Satco have this? And, and that, that, that's what I go out and I do every day. I, you know, and it's amazing that you know, I can meet with people and they'll say, oh, I didn't know you have that. I didn't know you have that. Even though that could be frustrating, that's the greatest opportunity. That, that's, so, that's, like your, just, that's your tagline. We do the right thing. We do the light thing. I didn't know you have it. It's actually your real tag. Like a sacco almost always has it. So, so, and then, and then both of, you know, we, we, we try to do some sourcing on specialty items if sure. you need it. Um, you know, I, I guess it's just an approach to business that, um, you know, it, it's, it's our approach. It's what's worked well for us and being able to be that resource and, and offer a diversified offering of, of, traditional legacy product to the emerging LED technology end of it, right? And uh, I, I think it's a sweet position to be in. You know, I, I, I'm going to reiterate that because I hate turning away customers. You know, right. um, when someone calls or, you know, you know, hopefully when the counters open back up fully and that when they walk in and, you know, we, we kind of have a secondary tagline here is, and that is we'll tell you what you need but sell you what you want. Right. Not everybody wants a big job. They don't always want to change everything. You know, the maintenance guy comes in. Hey, could you have a box of daylight forefoots? Hey, do you want to change those over to 6,500? No, I just want a box of forefoots and I got to put the lamps in the area. And I want to get out of here, actually, because if I'm going to spend more than the box, the, you know, whatever, the $130 box of tubes, I got to go get a thing. And then it's a big project and the lights are out in the corridor right now. I need to change them.
They don't want to have a big story, right? And I want to serve those people. I want to stay with those people. I want them to come back to me every time they need lighting. And I don't want to send them away. And, you know, that doesn't mean I want to have a million, you know, uh, CDM metal halides back there or, you know, I, you know, we carry a, a, a light load, but I want to be able to serve those people. And I think it's important to do that from what I do every day as a, as a, co- a company that supplies lighting, lighting supplies to people, restaurants or whatever, and all these different things that are coming back now. And I always, I often look to, not always, but I often look to Satco for support on hard to find. I mean, how many times have I emailed you, Alan? Flat out, hey, do you, La- Alan, you got these? Yeah, we got 48 in stock in Texas. Okay, great. Michael, it's it's a challenge. You know, I think it's also based on the fact that, you know, it's the way we grew up in the business. Um, we still see that there's a market and an opportunity for it. Um, and we'll continue to supply those products. I mean, we have 15,000 items in the line. So, that's that's a broad offering from a manufacturer, sure right? Yep. But 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 it's wor- it's worked well for us. So as much as I, I'd love to embrace change, um, sometimes we stick with what's been working, and that lays the foundation for us to be able to expand and go in some other different directions. So uh, you know, it's yeah. Would I love to sell something that's um, better for the environment, that'll last longer, consume less energy, and so forth? A- absolutely. But just like you said, I want to be the resource and have that customer that's coming in for the uh, Daylight Deluxe tubes. You know, I want them to come back the next time they need something. Yeah, and I think you said, Greg, on the last podcast, and I'll throw it over to you here. Um, who are we to say at the end of the day? You know what I mean? I think you said that mm-hmm. before, Alan. Like, who who is Alan Karen or Michael Colligan to dictate terms to somebody when they want to buy a light bulb? You know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 you can't use that. There's mercury in it. Well, it's for sale. It's here. Here you go. Now, if you want to ever yep. change those, let me know, Greg. <laughs> That's right. Give them the option. The key, key at the end of the day is to sell it. Sell something. Right? Sell something. That's what you need. Sell, to do. sell something that, that works in the proper application. That, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's, that, that's what's most important. So, Alan, you've always been a, a traveling man on the road all the time. That's changed a little, I think, but is it coming back? Are you hitting customer visits? Absolutely. I am. Uh, I was last week, last week I was in um, Nashville, Orlando, yeah. Tampa, Jacksonville. Oh, <laughs> more than one. Yeah, okay. yeah it, was, it, it, it was a bit. So, so um, I have some meetings in the office this week, um, but, but I am heading out for Wednesday and Thursday. Um, the week after, uh, I'll be out in uh, Dallas, Light Fairs in New York. Um, a couple of the shows, the smaller regional shows, I've seen some great attendance at. Um, we'll, we'll see what Light Fair brings. Um, we, we did reduce our booth size there, even going off on a little bit of another subject. I'm sure we could cut circle back on, on Light Fair. Um, but yeah, I'm back to traveling. Um, you know, I'm, I'm being as safe as I can possibly be. Um, I, there's, there's, there's never right, wrong, or indifferent. There's always a mask. There's always a mask around. And, uh, you know, I'm traveling cause I feel comfortable enough and that when I come home, my family will be okay as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back out there if just like I was before. 
Nice. And that, that was going to be my next topic was trade shows. You started talking a little bit about it. What are the ones that you have gone to and how were they different or what was good? So, about so I'll share this with you. Um, we, we did try NECA, National Electrical Contractors Association, for the first time. Um, you know, I wanted to try that a couple of years back when it was going to be in Chicago. That was a stretch for us. Um, you had a number of distributors there. I think they had a strong contractor. You know, we go through distribution. Everything goes through distribution. Um, so that was, um, I, th I think they had a good showing as far as attendance there. Um, I was at another trade show, NALMCO, National Association of Lighting Management Companies. They, they had pretty strong foot traffic there for the membership. Um, and, and again, these are some smaller, you know, it's, it's not a light fair. Um, it's not a New York auto show. Um, so I think, and depending on where they're located also, you know, if it's not necessarily, uh, you know, San Francisco or New York City. So it really depends on um, on the size of the show and who's attending it. But uh, the last couple of shows that I've been at um, were, were pretty good. I did a show a couple of months ago that was more in home automation. Um, that, that, that wasn't successful, unfortunately. Um, I think the, the they, they probably had 20 percent of the exhibitors that would have been there pre-COVID. And, and the attendance, you know, it's unfortunate. So I think doing a show, there's a little bit of a gamble and it depends on, you know, how people are feeling about COVID, you know, when the, when the show comes around. So just light any... fair real quick. Yeah, well, ahead, that, before you get into that, have, has any of them been similar to what light fair is where you have to wear a mask the whole time, prove vaccination, that kind of thing? No, so, so I've been at shows where I've had a mask on um, and I've been at shows where I haven't worn, um, not that everyone needs to know I'm vaccinated or whatever. I had an antibody infusion. So I feel like I'm bulletproof from, uh, for, for at least the next 90 days or whatever. Right. Um, I, I've done, you know, I've gone into cars with people with masks on, um, the last couple of shows that I was at, no one was wearing masks. You know, the masks are in the cabs to the airport while you're in the airport and while you're on the plane. Um, even the hotels, the people working, the hotels are wearing masks, but, so I think, uh, you know, it, it depends on where you're going and what the comfort level is. Sure. So let's jump so into light, light fair. Light fair, will be, light fair will be interesting. Yeah. You know, because you sent out a memo last week. So masks, you need to show vaccination cards. New York City has uh, a, a much more stringent rules um, that are coming into play. Do you have any idea on what the attendance as an as a, uh, exhibitor, do they give you numbers and attendance figures, anything like that? You know, so, someone shared with me that um, that there were about uh, there are today about 200 exhibitors registered for it. Um, so, of course, my question was, well, you know, in a perfect year, you know, how many exhibitors are there? And, right. and I believe the number I don't want to give false information, but I, I think it, it may have been twice that amount. Um, but I will tell you that um, I'm getting a lot of inquiries from people that I do know that will be attending. Um, normally, I have to send them out invites to get them passes to come in. Um, they've opened it up where it's all free now. So uh, I feel like I'm pitching Light Fair here. It's free. Come to Light Fair. They, they, got, they got great manufacturers showing and, and um, you know, great educational sessions. Well, I give right. Leah Trinacos and the team down there respect, man, for, for pushing forward, actually. Um, especially in a place like New York, which is so strict on everything. Um, I think that they deserve some kudos. So, yeah, I don't have any problems with that. I mean, we're all in this all in this together at the end of the day, like you said, Alan. 
you know, it's not like we don't hate our competitors. We enjoy them. We have fun, you know, when we when we speak with them and we honor them and their contribution to the industry. So I'm quite proud of Lightfair. Um, I wish I could go, but I won't be going there. But, you know, I, I you know, I don't have a problem with giving them props for pulling this thing off, Greg and Alan. Absolutely. No, I'm excited. I'm actually going now too, Alan. I just decided last week, so I'll be there. <laughs> but All right, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, no, it's something that I think it's it's a starting point, and then hopefully Vegas is back to full go. We'll see. Listen, listen. My 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 son's in another industry, and he was in Vegas last week. Had a real. It was busy there. He's going back to Vegas at the end of the month for another trade show. So I, I, it's, it becomes up to the individual. Obviously, there's some travel restrictions, um, but the U.S. is opening things up, Michael, that as long as um, you can show proof of vaccination and so forth, you can come into, uh, come into our country. Listen, I haven't been to Canada in a couple of years, and we, we have a great business up there, and I, mi I miss the Canadians, eh? Yep. So, uh, so I can't, no, seriously, I can't too. wait to travel up. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's a strange time, Alan, and uh, I just want to say thank you for your service to the Board of Directors and for your support of the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast, man. It's been, uh, you know, one of the things, like you said, it's just been so good to get to know you. You know, I knew you before, you know, as a nailed guy, always shaking hands, always there, supporting the industry and, and that and supporting nailed. But I, now I got to know you personally and, and, you know, it's been such a pleasure. And also, you know, Billy and Brian and everyone else at SADCO, so... Thank you for what you've done for Nail, then for the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. We really appreciate you. No, no. Thank you to both of you again. Um, it was, it was, uh, I got much, much more out of it than I ever expected. And uh, at any time, if there's anything that I can do to support the organization, um, you know, it's an email or a phone call. And I, I, I just, I think it's great. You know, I think of the members that are part of it and the business that they, that they're running. And, and they're, they're, they're all, they're all really good people. You know, just trying to make it. They're just good people. So, uh, so kudos, kudos to you guys for resurrect, resurrecting and, and really saving the organization, um, you know, and making the investment, you know, personally to make that happen. So you guys, you guys are awesome. I'm going to throw that over to Spencer and Spencer Miles and, and, and uh, Corey Schneider, who really, uh, you know, we're there in the dark times of nail, but we're back, folks. That's right. We're back. That's right. You got to go to NAILD.org right now and join. What are you waiting for? It's never been a better time to join Nailed. All manner of educational products from LS Evolve and all that. But special thanks today to the gangsters, the OG, Alan Karen, VP of VP of Distribution Sales. Did I get the exact title right? Perfect. VP sales. of Distribution That's what Sales. We do. At SATCO.com. SATCO, they do the right thing. They do the light thing. They do the light thing. Light thing. Right thing. Yeah. SATCO.com, folks. That's right. Especially if you're an electrical distributor and you don't want to carry a lot of lines, SATCO is the answer for you for sure. And of course, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors and all you listeners out there, we thank you from the bottom of your hearts if you made it this far. Bye for now. Thank you all.